Hey, I'm going to ask you a question. How's your sock drawer looking? Is it scary? Maybe it's time for a spring cleaning and refresh. Bombas just dropped a bunch of absurdly soft new socks, tees, and underwear to help you get that drawer in a better place while doing a little bit of good. Look, when I open up my uh, sock drawer and I see a clean pair of Bombas sitting on top, not only do my feet sort of jump for joy, but like... I can't wait to get them on my feet because I know they're going to be cozy. I know they're going to be the best socks in the house. And I know that they're going to keep me going all day long. They've got some great details that have been obsessed over, including the honeycomb arch support, which I love. Anti-blister tabs, which I also love. What that is, it's a little bit of a heel that goes up a little, just a just a smidge higher. Like in a, whatever the perfect amount higher is, that's how high it goes. Bombas has figured this out. Uh, and they've got cushioned footbeds that feel like little pillows on your feet. Not to mention the buttery soft tees and underwear with no itchy tags. Oh, I hate an itchy tag. And Bombas is like, don't worry about it. We do too. And look, the best thing about Bombas is that when you purchase an item, Bombas donates an item. That's right. Every time you buy their socks, tees, or underwear, you're also donating essential clothing to someone facing homelessness. To date, Bombas has donated over 100 million clothing items and counting. I mean, Bombas can make returns easy as well. I uh, don't know why you'd return anything because what? But they do have a 100% happiness guarantee. So if the dryer or your dog eats a sock or if you're unhappy with your purchase for virtually any reason, they'll do whatever they can to replace it and make it right. Bombas has a spring collection out right now. That means new colors and new fun. That's right. They have garden party socks that bring the party to your feet. They got stripes. They got florals. They've got vintagey colored rib socks. You know, those like... You know, uh, stripes on the top of it. It's like, oh, hey, look at me. I'm a vintage uh, soccer player or track person. They've got those, too. And they even have a new pointel sock with a frilly cuff. You know, for all you frill seekers out there, folks, all I'm saying is you heard me talk about Bombas for years now. I don't know why you haven't done anything about it. Get comfy this spring and give back with Bombas. Head over to bombas.com slash adventure and use the code adventure for 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash adventure. Use the code adventure at checkout. Trust me, your feel thank you. Everyone, welcome to Matt and Dory's Excellent Adventure. I'm Matt. I'm Dory. We are in an adventure. Currently, the adventure is, will our child stay asleep? Ooh. Spooky. Um, what's the verdict so far? Uh, well, I'm zooming in. Yep. On his eyeballs to see if uh, his eyes are open. Yep. And you'd know because they're closed. If his eyes were open, it would reflect light because of the night vision that would make him look like a demon spawn. Look how nicely asleep he is. He's very nicely asleep. Hopefully, he stays that way. Yep. I just had to go in and give him a pacifier. Yep. Um, which he spit out, but he's asleep. Um, yeah, I mean, he's not gonna hang on to that thing. No, but I think. You know, back in the day, it used to, like, he used to wake up if the pacifier fell out. 
Hopefully he just, yeah, it seems like now he sort of just uh, relents. Now that he's a wise old eight weeks. Resigns himself to that world. Yep. He does look so sweet and peaceful asleep. Um, yeah. He had a good day, actually. Not true. What are you talking about? I don't know. I just wanted to be contrarian. Oh. Really just build up the dynamic of fun. Oh, cool. Um, I think... I feel like we're figuring out his wake windows a little bit better. Like interesting term, I like it. I think that previously we might have been letting him get overtired, and that led to days. Well, I mean, certainly today I, I noticed we were just just putting him down, putting him down, and it worked. It he, seemed to work. He yeah. went down. My worry is that though, like he'll be used to be put down, wake up in forty five minutes, that he'll wake up in forty five minutes. No, I mean this is this is very age appropriate. Okay. Like some of their naps are 25 minutes long. <coughs> so the fact that he had several 45 minute and he had, he had an, one nap that was he had an hour and 15 minute nap like yeah. he, had, he had some good nap. He had a two, almost 2 hour nap that he woke up in the middle of it was like split up but it was essentially a 2 hour nap. You um I rely on you for all this information because I don't know any of it. Yeah. You could tell me that uh, it's customary that uh, as the sun is setting, we are to place Henry in a bucket uh, and raise and lower that bucket no more than 26 feet with a system of pulleys and ropes, and then he can go to sleep. And I'd be like, "Ah, okay, I guess that's what babies need. Well, that only happens at four months. Well, I'll be ready. Okay. I can get a bucket together by then. Can you get a pulley system together? Yes. No problem. Okay. Cool. We'll be prepared. All right. Um, yeah, you know, we didn't sign up for like a parent in me class. I only have my mommy in me class. And now I'm thinking we, we should do a parent in me class. Well, not now. I'm going to be going back to work. You missed the window because you just read mommy and me and stopped because peak comes after M. Well, you didn't look into any parent of me classes. Of course I didn't. My MO is to never look into anything about anything ever in the history of things. So you just rely on me to know about wake windows. <laughs> That's how this marriage functions. Oh. You do that, and I uh, fix the toilet and dishwasher. Oh. That's how it works here. Okay. What does Bo do? Sleeps. Oh, Okay. Um. Anyway, so I I realized that we had been keeping him up too long because we were like, he's having fun. He's enjoying himself. He's not cranky, but he was like giving us, he was actually giving us signs that he was tired. We just didn't know what they were at the time. What are they besides yawning? Um, I need to look them up. Okay. What were these signs that you saw though? I'm confused. I feel like he... I mean, he pretty much, for me, it was like he yawned. I was like, okay. Yeah, but I think supposedly yawning is like a late stage. Oh, shit. Yeah, so like if you don't start putting them the down boat. by the time when they start yawning, if you haven't put them down, if you haven't started to put them down before they start yawning, you might have already hit their overtired window, which yeah. I didn't know. Okay, we're not experts here, guys. No. So please. We're just two friends who like us. to talk a lot about serums. I don't. Oh, wait. No. Wrong we're, podcast. We're not experts. We're lovers. Oh. That's the James Bonding one. Oh, boy. 
Ours should just be. We're not experts. We're Matt and Dory. <laughs> um, we're just parents. Mm-hmm. Um, That's fucking not bad right there. Thank you. We're not experts. We're just parents. Come on. TM. Trademark to Dory Shafrir and yep. Matt Myra, 2019. Yep. Come at us, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> Trademark. Matt Myra, 2019. Um. Yeah, so... I, you know, I think like knowing when they're overstimulated also. Oh, here, here. If your newborn is tired, you might see some of the following tired signs. All right. Let me check these off. Pulling at ears. Did not see that today. Closing fists. Uh, He constantly does that. So check. Yawning. Check. Fluttering eyelids or difficulty focusing. Um, He's a baby. Check. Your baby might even go cross-eyed or seem to be staring into space. Oh, yesterday he went cross-eyed. I've seen him go cross-eyed. Yeah. Making jerky arm and leg movements or arching backwards. Constant checking. Frowning or looking worried. Check. Yeah. So. He hit seven of the signs. Yeah. Um, So, oh, losing interest in play. That's another one. What about losing interest in bottle? That's probably one, too, because that's, like, fussiness. Yeah. Yeah, so, like, I've if he's been, yeah, so, I, I don't know. I've just been trying to, like, pick up on his cues a little bit better and not let him be up for more than an hour without trying to put him back down. Yeah. Even if it takes a little while to put him back down. Right. He's never going to go back, you know, down... Yeah, the naps are tough. Drop down. Right. But at least you're getting him in like the darkened room with the white noise and you know what I mean? I, you know, yeah, I put him down at 10:30 this morning and he really didn't actually I didn't finish putting him down until 10:40. That's like no time at all. I meant 50. Oh. It was 10 minutes of 11, yeah. 10 it was 20 minutes it took to put him yeah, down. Yeah, which isn't so bad. And what did I get out of it? A 40-minute nap. That's good. Oh, okay. You need to rejigger your expectations. My I, I expect that it takes six seconds to put a child to bed. <laughs> and he sleeps and for three sleep hours. For nine to 12 hours. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, so that was, a, that was our day, pretty much. Yeah. And now he's asleep for the night. I went grocery shopping. I went to the gym. Um, how'd we do that, you say? Well, I'll tell you how. We took turns with the bebe. Mm-hmm. I let you sleep till like 8.30. She did. I did not understand it. I was so confused. When I woke up and I saw the thing and then I looked up and I didn't see Dory sitting in the chair with the baby. And then when I went out into the... <laughs> when I went out, was the door open? The baby was asleep. Yeah. So I was very confused. He'd already gone down for his morning nap. Very confused. I was trying to get at Dory. It's like, what? What do you? What do you need? What is this? What are you trying to get from me? And the answer was nothing. I don't understand it, guys. How is that possible? Deal with it. All right. Okay. That's fine. Uh, bath time successful. Really likes bath time now, guys. Yeah, we did it. Got him into that routine. It's all about routines with these babies. Babies love routine. They seem to. I like routine also. Yeah. I don't like to any, anything disrupting my routine. Yeah, and I think like when now that you know his routine, you're like, okay, his routine. I guess. I bet it's still like him to not disrupt my routine. <laughs> well, that's tough. Yeah. Like I'd like to occasionally sleep till nine. Oh my goodness. 
Like if this baby could just relax for a little you, while. You could have slept till nine. No, no, no. When I get up and I don't hear you or see you, I'm like, well, this is it, guys. I'm going to go out to the, to the living room and find a Dear John letter. What? Yep. Dear John, by the time you read this letter, I'll be gone. It's a British comedy that then uh, was adapted for the United States, starring Judd Hirsch. Oh, look at you. Do you not remember Dear John? Nope. Oh, that's weird. Loved it. I didn't love it. When did it air? Eh, probably mm, 89 to 93. Oh, interesting. I don't know. <sighs> that feels also, that feels a little early for me to be pinning that. Maybe it was 91 to you 93. You were six in 1989. So? Well, are you tell me I don't remember things from when I was six? No, but like the fact that you'd be watching a show called Dear John. Why wouldn't I? I don't understand why you don't understand me as a human being. I do. Dear uh, John TV show. All right. Started in 90. Uh, season two was 90. Season four was 1992. So it was 88 to 92. Dear John. I, I, did I don't not know watch how show. you don't remember this show. What what network was it on? It was probably like one of the big three because it was 1988. Uh, it was a CBS show that aired on NBC, produced by CBS. Hmm. Oh, distributed by CBS. Honey, you don't remember the number 11 ranked Nielsen show for 1988? No. I don't. With 18.5 million viewers a week. Oh, my God. I can't believe you don't remember this. Uh, you don't remember the theme either, huh? What were the top 11 hang on, hang shows on. in 1988? Uh, I guarantee it was like Cheers, Cosby. Every, every, uh, uh, this was the theme song. He would come in and no one would be home. <laughs> and he'd get this letter. Oh, my God. So he moves out of the suburbs into an apartment in the city. It's actually about a divorce support group. He, oh. has, he gets kicked, he, he leaves and ends up in the shitty tiny bachelor pad and has to adjust. Okay, should we reboot it? Uh, it'd be the third time it was made because <laughs> it existed in the, this was the British, uh, this is the uh, American version. Anyway, uh, it was a British show first. Oh. Right. So that's your little Dear John trivia. Weird that uh, Dory doesn't remember that theme song like I do. Hmm. <sighs> Great show. Ish. I don't know. I'd like to rewatch it and see what the hell's going on. <laughs> uh, Maybe it's on Hulu. Jerry Burns was on that. TV's Jerry Burns. Remember him on everything for so long? Hmm. No. No, that's weird. Anyway. Anyway, that was fun. That was a fun walk down my television memory lane, mm. which Dory says I was six. How do I don't remember that? I was raised by television, honey. Raised by television it was always on, and I enjoyed it. 
Um, so back to your question. Earlier, yeah. you wrote into this podcast and you asked, what were the top 10 shows yes, <laughs> in I 1988? Did. I did. Um, and the answer to that question is... Hmm. I don't know. Uh, I guess. Let's go to 19... Top rated TV programs in the U.S. for 19, what do you want, 88, 89? Sure. Here we go. Cosby, Roseanne, A Different World, Cheers, 60 Minutes, The Golden Girls, Who's the Boss, Murder, She Wrote, Empty Nest, Anything But Love, Dear John, Matlock, L.A. Law, Growing Pains, Alf, Monday Night Football, Unsolved Mysteries in the Heat of the Night, Hunter, Head of the Class, Night Court, The Hogan Family, NBC Sunday Night Movie, The Wonder Years, Amen. The NBC Monday Night Movie, Knott's Landing, the CBS Sunday Movie, and the ABC Mystery Movie, followed by Dallas. Okay. You want to know what I was watching on this list that was not Dear John? Um, sure. Cosby. Yeah, sure. Roseanne. Uh-huh. Cheers. Yeah. Golden Girls. Yeah. Who's the Boss? Yeah. Growing Pains. Yeah. Elf. Yeah. Unsolved Mysteries. Uh-huh. Wonder Years. Yeah. And that's it. Okay. Well, you never watched Head of the Class? Hunter? You ever watched Hunter? No. It's crazy. The Hogan Family? No. The Wonder Years, you said yes. Yes. Uh, not Slanny was not my bad, guys. Anyway, that was a little walk down Dory Lane. She's got a clog in her left boob, apparently. Oh. She's really squeezing at that thing. And it's... It's like leaking. This is good times. This is what it's like to be a lady with a baby. It hurts. I got to tell you guys, it really hurts. And I I probably should be pumping right now. Then why don't you pump? (sighs) Because we're recording a podcast. I know, but it's one of those podcasts where people don't mind if you're pumping. All right. Well, then I'm going to go get my pumping stuff. Oh, I don't mean actually pump on the show. Oh. I mean... We'll be right back once you've pumped. Oh, okay. BRB. Guys, that would noise would be like... That's what, that's what I was confused by. We'll be right back. Okay, we're back. Crisis averted, clogged, <sighs> unclogged. Dory, Shafrir, left boob, clear. Thanks, everyone, for bearing with me. Mm-hmm. I appreciate this. Thanks to my husband. Mm-hmm. Um, my boob feels so much better now. I got a lot of milk out of that left boob. I was like squeezing it to get the clog out as I was pumping. Oh boy. Listen, I just feel like people should know the realities. They should. Um, and I'm glad that they do. So what's been going on here? Let's see. Bo has a uh, return from the vet. He did that. We did that Wednesday. Uh, good dog. Pretty good dog. You know, he has blood drawn. Oh, his blood, I got an email from the vet. Yeah. His blood was normal. Normal, Bo. And he's heartworm negative. Congratulations, Bo. You did it again. Yep. Um, I mean, look. He's doing really he's well doing with Henry. He's doing great with Henry. We were always so worried about this. I was always worried about this. I was really worried about this. We've gotten to an emotional place where all I think about is having to put Bo down. Yeah, even and, though he's young and healthy, and it won't happen for a while, and I, then Matt I start crying, crying about it. I have a lot of emotions now that I'm a father. 
can't uh, listen to the Lion King soundtrack without crying. Um, no, I didn't. No one told me that was going to happen. That's true. Where 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 that where were they? I don't know. Everything's sadder now. Yeah, it's true. So everything is sadder now. Everyone beware. That's the side effect. It's one of the side effects of IVF and a child. Yeah, Puff the Magic Dragon makes me cry. Yeah, we're 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 emotional messes over here. Basically. Um, <clears throat> what else is going on in the world of us? Not much. We're trying to spend some more time together. Oh yes. We had to talk about that. Mm-hmm. Dory said she felt like we we're living separate lives. I did say that. Yeah. And I said, what do you mean? I'm here all the time. (laughs) Doing my own thing. Well, uh, hiding in the corner Mm. while other things are happening. Yeah. You know, so. So I. We said, hey, look, we like very different things. We always have known this, you know. But we're married. Yes. So I said, you knew that before you signed up for this. Mm-hmm. If you want to leave me a dear John letter. Are you trying to get me to dear break up Dear John. No, I was just trying to sing that song again. Oh, okay. By the time you read this line, I'll be gone. And she takes the custody of the son, Matthew. Oh. Yep. Anyway. Are you crying? No. Okay. Um, what uh, would we would we would we would we land on? How do we feel about that? How do we feel about the conversation? Yeah. Well, it was really bothering me, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so I'm glad that I said something instead of letting it fester. Yeah, Uncle Fester. Like Uncle Fester. There we go. See, that's something we like referencing Uncle Fester. <laughs> we do. <laughs> we found the thing. Um. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. I mean. Look, I I knew that we didn't like a lot of the same things, but I also felt like felt like, you know, in the last couple of weeks Matt's gone out a bunch at night see his poker friends. Um <laughs> podcasts. Podcasts. And we went on one like sort of I, I I schedule podcasts sometimes sad date. at night because I know that he'll be asleep, you know. Yeah, no, I know. So just saying that, but you, but you also like went out and played poker a few times, which I was fine with. I did. Yeah. And Um, I appreciate that. uh, You let me do that. But it was like, oh, well, why isn't he making an effort for us to. Well, because we can't both leave. Hang out. We could get a babysitter. I don't follow. We already, Uh we we do that during the day when we both have other like things to do. Uh Uh-huh. Just feels like a lot to do it also during the night. Anyway, there was that. There's also the fact that, like, we never eat together. Well, Dory's now a vegetarian because she gets sad about um, mama and baby piglets. See also us being more emotional lately. (laughs) So that's really put a hamper. uh, A damper? uh, No, a hamper. It's dirty laundry um, in our our food situation. Um, Yeah, we don't eat together. We don't often eat together mostly because we don't often eat at the same times Mm -hmm. you know yeah it just felt like everything we do is separate Mm -hmm. and that made me really sad yeah no i I, look i'm glad you brought it up 
because I I just felt closer to you since the baby was born. And weirdly, not so much on Dory's end. Well, I feel closer to you in that regard for sure. In the and, in just the regard of our child. And well, life. yeah, and it's like I think you're an amazing dad. Thank you. I have socks that prove it. Yeah, you're number one dad. Number one dad to Bo and Henry, specifically. They're on the socks. Yeah, I know. I got them for you. I know. Because I'm number one wife. Great socks. Um, But I was just feeling like we were not connecting. Mm. And it was weird because... I, I weirdly felt like we were connecting so it's good that people uh, we, we we speak about such things yeah and we i spoke, would have been oblivious to it and we spoke about it not on the podcast very true we're speaking about it on the podcast now but we're recapping yes that's true um like uh, look, I, I think uh, here here's here's kind of what i was thinking like i think when matt is working it's like well yeah we like we lead separate lives. That's just by necessity because he's at work 14 hours a day, mm-hmm. but we've been home together since March. Yeah. And now we have a child together. Well, in fairness, like it really didn't, I didn't finish working until like the last week of March. Okay. So begin, let's say beginning of April. Yes. So two and a half months. Yeah. Almost three months. Yep. And we had a child in that time. <laughs> We did that together. Yes. That was, uh, you know, we spent a lot of time together then. We did. Um, But lately it had just been feeling like we were around each other a lot, but we weren't together. Mm. And look, and I say, I said to you, all right, what, how do we do this then? And I said, we need to have more shared experiences. We need to make more memories. And I was like, what? the hell does that mean i don't like to leave um so we've 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 i don't know that we've actually come to any conclusions other than i have to make an effort to do things that i don't want to do it's not that i don't want to spend time with you it's that you like to do dumb things. That was mean. I'm sorry. That was mean. I'm going to cry. Anything. Well, let's just let me just follow this up with literally anything that you that anyone wants to do besides exactly what I want to do is dumb. So don't feel bad. It's not just you. So father. I mean, I don't want to walk, Bo. Fatherhood has made... But he wants to go for a walk. I'm yeah. like, this is dumb. Yeah. All right, let's do it. Oh, but look at him. Yeah. <laughs> He's such a good doggy. He's a great doggy. Um, but yeah, so I don't know. I was trying to figure it out. I don't know what to do about it. And then I dusted off my DSLR camera. And I was like, well, here's what I could do. I can get into back into photography. And then just start taking pictures of things all the time because the only things that Dory likes to do are go to places that have good picture taking. (laughs) You make me sound like some sort of, you're an influencer. I'm not an influencer. Yeah, I get it. You like to be at museums. I do like museums. And you like to be traveling. I do. (laughs) 
which is i also like food yeah you like food that is not meat correct apparently yep um the thing about the little piglets yeah, yeah yeah i think about them all the time what about the baby broccolis they're plants mm, yeah well um so you know what we're gonna have to sort of figure this out uh, what what kinds of things we could do etc etc we may go to the movies on friday to see the yesterday film I, I'm, I'm, with a group of uh they played the trailer again when folks. i saw rocket man with the babies yeah yeah and i was like this movie's looks good yeah yeah i've heard mixed things oh really i have yeah um but it looks like an kind of conceptually uh delightful yeah like it's like a fun movie i hope so yeah what if we cry we're i hope be, it's not we're both gonna be crying i i liked rocket man but i didn't like it as much as i thought i would based on the trailer yeah well like a good trailer is a good trailer yeah so what does this mean, guys? Well, it's interesting that we bring this up now because we're recording on a Saturday instead of a Sunday. Correct. Why are we doing that? I'm letting you answer. Oh, because you are recording a podcast all day tomorrow mm-hmm. and then you might go to Las Vegas. That's right, everybody. <laughs> Still haven't booked a hotel. I keep thinking about it. And, you know, here's the thing. Even Las Vegas, as we all know and understand, my favorite place uh, in the world. Um, I'm very lazy lately. I'm very, like, what do I, well, how would I describe this? I'm very hermity. You've always been hermity. I know, but I feel... I feel like I feel extra hermity. The effort to get in the car to go anywhere seems enormous to me. You know, I feel similarly. Yeah. And I also feel like I'm held hostage by my boobs. These well, you days. are, yeah. So, like, I have to I plan. Mean, you can bring the pump with you. Yeah. And I have, like, I've, you know, the wing has a pump room mm-hmm. and I've gone and pumped at the wing. Um, but. Like, if I'm just going to be out and about... Yeah, no, there's no reason to do that. We're human beings. It's ridiculous. Yeah, and so I kind of... I have to, like, plan everything around, like, well, when am I going to be able... When and where am I going to be able to empty my boobs? Mm Mm-hmm. And it it leaves me a small window. Right. Before they start being like, we need to empty... Like... A small window in a three-mile radius. Well, it's like... Five hours is kind of the absolute, absolute maximum. And if I go to five hours, I'm like, ugh, it doesn't feel good. Right. Like three, three and a half is optimal. Yeah. But by the time, you know, by the time you, so say I just like finish pumping or nursing and then I'm like, okay, I'm out of here. Like by the time I get my shit together, get in the car, go somewhere, We've already, it's probably like, I've already lost like 45 minutes. It's a whole to-do. Yeah. And then... But even me, not a to-do, but I still feel the same way. Right. But what's your end then? Once you 45 minutes have gone by and you're in the car. Yes. Then I have like mm, an hour and a half to two hours before I have to like start thinking about heading home. Well, it's like, uh, you know, what they said about the baby. It's like, he's going to want to feed every three hours. Now, it's three hours from the start, not from the finish. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So, 
Yeah. So that's just like, I don't know. Everything, everything seems a lot more daunting these days. Yes. Oh, I agree. Even the trip to Vegas seems so daunting mm. to me in a way that it has never in my life felt. Right. Like, I'm tired thinking about it right now. I mean, I'm exhausted thinking about it, and I'm not even going. <laughs> it's crazy. But, like, I've already, like, made all these, like, arrangements um, weeks ago, a couple weeks ago, for, like, okay, Mary Jane is going to have to take care of this walk because I won't be able to do that. Mary Jane, can you do this? Da, 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 da. I'm asking our uh, babysitter, like, hey, listen, there's going to be this uh, whole situation where uh, we need you for his bedtime because I don't know that I'll be back. Um, also, if we if I'm gone, I would also need you super early in the morning the next day. Um, and she was like, okay, yeah, sure. Let me know. And I'm now I'm like, well. Uh-huh. I mean, <laughs> but you bring up an interesting point, which is like, when you go back to work, I'm going to have to do bedtime by myself all the time. Uh, yeah. Or, you know, we changed the idea of, like, when you were going to have a babysitter around for, right. to help you. And we yeah. shift it later in the day. Yeah. But then I have to deal with the morning. And I know. And like, I know. It's a lot. It is absolutely a lot. Yeah. I don't envy it. So, we got to figure that out. We should get your, you know, someone should else should borrow your boobs for a while. Give you a day off from those. Mm. You know? That's a good idea. I'm getting texted about tomorrow's podcast and how i haven't submitted my draft picks yet and they need my draft picks and i'm a little annoyed that i haven't done it yet and i also am like now it's like so late that i'll be like well what were the categories again like if i do that then it's gonna be like well what have you been doing but part of me wants to go like i have an eight-week-old shut up everybody yeah so slow your fucking rolls they're lucky that you're podcasting they're lucky i'm able to have a wife as accommodating and lovely as Dory Elizabeth Shafrir. Oh. Yeah. You don't have middle names, so I like to give you one every once in a while. Thank you. You know, Kate Spencer gave herself a middle name when she was a child. Oh, what was it? Horse. Hmm. That, that <laughs> doesn't exactly roll off the tongue. Um, but I'm into it. Uh, Kate Horse Spencer. <laughs> I like it. I like it a lot. We will be right back. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, I'm going to ask you a question. How's your sock drawer looking? Is it scary? Maybe it's time for a spring cleaning and refresh. Bombas just dropped a bunch of absurdly soft new socks tees, and underwear to help you get that drawer in a better place while doing a little bit of good. Look, when I open up my uh, sock drawer and I see a clean pair of Bombas sitting on top, not only do my feet sort of jump for joy, but like 
I can't wait to get them on my feet because I know they're going to be cozy. I know they're going to be the best socks in the house. And I know that they're going to keep me going all day long. They've got some great details that have been obsessed over, including the honeycomb arch support, which I love. Anti-blister tabs, which I also love. What that is, it's a little bit of a heel that goes up a little, just a just a smidge higher. Like in a, whatever the perfect amount higher is, that's how high it goes. Bombas has figured this out. Uh, and they've got cushioned footbeds that feel like little pillows on your feet. Not to mention the buttery soft tees and underwear with no itchy tags. Oh, I hate an itchy tag. And Bombas is like, don't worry about it. We do too. And look, the best thing about Bombas is that when you purchase an item, Bombas donates an item. That's right. Every time you buy their socks, tees, or underwear, you're also donating essential clothing to someone facing homelessness. To date, Bombas has donated over 100 million clothing items and counting. I mean, Bombas can make returns easy as well. I uh, don't know why you'd return anything because what? But they do have a 100% happiness guarantee. So if the dryer or your dog eats a sock or if you're unhappy with your purchase for virtually any reason, they'll do whatever they can to replace it and make it right. Bombas has a spring collection out right now. That means new colors and new fun. That's right. They have garden party socks that bring the party to your feet. They got stripes. They got florals. They've got vintagey colored rib socks. You know, those like you know, uh, stripes on the top of it. It's like, well, hey, look at me. I'm a vintage uh, soccer player or track person. They've got those too. And they even have a new pointel sock with a frilly cuff. You know, if for all you frill seekers out there, folks, all I'm saying is you heard me talk about Bombas for years now. I don't know why you haven't done anything about it. Get comfy this spring and give back with Bombas. Head over to bombas.com slash adventure and use the code adventure for 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash adventure. Use the code adventure at checkout. Trust me, your feel thank you. Okay, we're back. Kate Horse Spencer. Uh, still out there. She is still out there. Anyway, so what's, what am I saying to everybody? Uh, I've got to figure this out, you know. I'm hoping the photography will work out. Um, I'm excited for it. I'm hoping that uh, I can just get my shit together. You know. I feel so tired all the time. (laughs) What is happening? You're a dad? No, it can't be it. Honestly. Because like, uh, theoretically, the hours of sleep, it's enough. It's enough for me. I know, but it's like now you have to, you also have the mental load of another human yeah a a tiny helpless human yep yeah i mean it's like having a tiny helpless bow except that it's not yeah i know he does sleep a lot more (laughs) and like we can leave him at home alone and not be arrested that's true (laughs) that's true well what if we leave Bo and henry at home perfect we'll have to ask dr cho we're not gonna do that don't worry um so I don't know. I don't know what we're doing. Like, I, I also am very, what, what is the, um, why are you, why are you even letting me go to Vegas? That's my question. 
Interesting. You want me to say you can't go. No. Yes, you do. You want me to say you can't go. You you don't really want to go. I do. No, you don't. I want to be be transported there. Yeah, you don't really want to go and you want to be able to blame it on me. And this is, this, this is it. This is it. No. Yes. And you can't blame it on me because... I don't care if you go. Well, that's the no, but my question is like this feels like a trap. No, it's not a trap. I'm familiar with traps. I've seen Star Wars a bunch. Mm-hmm. I know that Admiral Akbar said the wise words, it's a trap. What would the trap be? I don't know. That's what I'm trying to like this that's like also like why the whole like this morning let me sleep till eight forty five felt like a trap. I was like, What what's happening? <laughs> Should what I is be, this trap? Should I be disturbed that anytime I do something nice, you think it's a trap? Uh, <laughs> I genuinely do think it's a trap. Huh. So. This is but, interesting. Like, the, fa- the fact that you're saying, yes, okay, you can go to Vegas with your, with your friends. Why? Why are you saying that? What is the, what is happening? Because you you really want to go, and you said you'd be you said you'd only be going for one night, and yeah. it's the World Series of Poker. I know you seem to really want to go. I know, and so I was like, okay, mm. we like we have. This seems like a trap. We have a babysitter coming to help. Yeah. I, I was like, okay. If you were like, plus it's nice and relaxing when you're not here, I'd be like, oh, okay, I get it. But then... No, I mean, I'll miss you. Yeah. And I'll miss having you around, and I'll miss... And Henry will miss you, and Bo will miss you. Um, but I guess it's like good for me to know what it'll be like without you around. Dear John, <laughs> dear John, <laughs> um, that's when I go work on the reboot of Dear John. Um, but uh, I, I, yeah, I don't know. I think I hit the nail on the head. I think you don't really want to go, and you want to be able to tell your friends. Dory said I can't go. Sorry, guys, because if I if I don't say that, then. It's on you that you're not going. Well, it's like... It, oh, I figured it no, out. You, you didn't. You didn't. You I didn't. did. Well, I, I did. I guess I'm confused as to my own personal feelings. Ah, here we go. Because I am confused as to why I'm not so looking forward to uh-huh. it. So stoked. This is it. Can't wait to go. Yep. It's going to be a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Where in reality, I'm like, I mean, it could be fun. Yep. <laughs> yep. But now I'm like... Where am I staying? What am I? What? Mm-hmm. Where? Where am I driving to? Yep. They're going to be playing in a tournament, a single day tournament, starting on that. That is on Sunday. That starts at eleven a.m. I can't play in that. Yeah. It's really the fucking other podcast that's driving me crazy. Yeah. Because I could get the fucking full day in. Yeah. And like play in that tournament with them. Yeah. But then there's a one day tournament the next day mm. that I can play in with them mm-hmm. at the Rio. But right now I'm just like so blown away by my uh, apathy, lack of enthusiasm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, apathy. Yeah, yeah, lack of enthusiasm at my way station. W e i g a. So 
you know, I'm very confused by my life right now. Mm. I see that. And you're trying to maybe I don't I don't feel like I deserve to go. Maybe that's what that oh, maybe that's a feeling. Oh, now we're I have. getting somewhere interesting. Why do you feel that way? Because I don't know. I don't know what I've done to deserve to be able to go. Much like I'm like when I woke up, I was like, "What? What did I? What happened? Why? Why still asleep? Where was the? Where was the? I have to poop here. Where was that at seven a.m.? Uh, I put him down and then I pooped. Yeah. Well, look, it's great that you did that, but it was also very confusing to me. I'm real, I, I'm sort of I'm fascinated by how hung up on this you are. I'm very hung up on it. I was also like, and then when you said I could go to get breakfast by Starbucks this morning, I was like, what? What is happening? Seven Eleven. You said Seven Eleven. Well, I went to Starbucks. Mm. And then oh, I didn't go to Seven Eleven. I went to Starbucks and then I went to the and grocery then store. You went to Pavilions and you didn't ask me if there's anything I wanted. You know why I didn't ask you? Because this morning I took out to the to the recycling bin a bunch of Whole Foods bags because mm. I hit, and then I was like, "Oh, she went food shopping. I guess I have to go food shopping." But there were a few things I forgot. Yeah, and I didn't know that at the time. Yeah, I should have texted you. Yeah, guys, marriage is weird. <laughs> this is it. I hope you enjoy it. I, I'm also fascinated by you. Like, you seem to think that I need to give you permission to do everything. You're my wife. Of course you do. But do you give me permission to do everything? No, because it's usually going to be a yes. I don't care. Yeah. It's like you you do what you need to do, honey. What's going to make you happy? Want to go get your nails done? Go for it. Mm-hmm. I'll watch the kid. I don't care. I haven't got my nails done in so long that two of my nails fell off. Ew. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yep. That's so gross. I mean, I should clarify. The nails didn't fall Thank off. Thank you the for clarifying. The polish fell off. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. This is all very interesting. I feel like we've had a breakthrough, though. About the fact that I don't think I deserve anything. Yeah. And I'm very um, suspicious. You're suspicious of, of my motives. Of you saying <laughs> yes to things. Yeah. I don't know. You know, we've had this, you know, we got this, we, we have a financial coach, guys, in case you're wondering what life is like with the two of us. And we're just like cataloging all of my expenditures and Dory's expenditures. And like, I'm, I've got to be honest with you, for someone that spends over a hundred dollars a month at 7-Eleven, I, 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 sh- I feel guilty about all of it. So that's, and I, I'm, I'm very confused as to what this is, what we're doing with this person. Anyway. With with our financial coach? Yes. You're confused about what we're doing with him? Well, I'm not, con- I mean, I'm confused in the sense of like, well, why doesn't he just tell us to just take out every ounce of liquid income or cash that we have right now and pay off everything, all the debt right now? Because that would be a quick fix, and he is giving us tools mm. for a lifetime of healthy money management. Gotcha. Okay. Still confused by it. I feel like it's a trap. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the podcast, everyone. I suppose. 
we should hear from you guys. I guess. Now that you are up to date on what's happening in the lives of us marriaged people. Oh, boy. Um, okay. We got an interesting, we have an interesting dilemma here from Anonymous. Mm-hmm. She says, I've just started listening to your podcast again as I found it hard to listen to the baby content while I was still schlepping through IVF. Gotcha. It's been four years of tests, trying IVF, IUI, and doing no fun things in order to save money for both a wedding and more IVF. After paying big bucks, uh, even more when factoring the exchange rate, I'm Canadian. By the way, some of the debt that we have is still IVF. I know. It's crazy. Yeah. Okay, continue. For CNY's Fertile Guarantee Program, I became pregnant during the first round. I'm now seven weeks pregnant, and despite a scary episode of bleeding, things are progressing well. We had a scary episode. We did. Here is my dilemma. While planning the wedding, I was sure that it needed to be a child-free wedding. The thought of an adorable kid toddling about during the ceremony or crying while we said our vows was enough to make me want to curl into a ball. I know it sounds dramatic, but having kids at my wedding while in the depths of infertility would have been unbearable. I get that. Mm -hmm. It would have ruined the day for me. I feel differently now that I'm pregnant, but it's too late to change the situation. I think even without explaining the reason behind the decision, most of my friends and family understand why we are planning an adult-only wedding. The wedding is at the end of July, and if all continues to go well, I, I will be 12 weeks, two days at the wedding. So... My question is, what do you think about announcing the pregnancy at the wedding? On the one hand, our family and closest friends will all be there and it could make a happy day even happier. On the other hand, I'm aware that our decision to have an adult-only wedding ruffled a few feathers in my family and it may be a bit irksome to those who felt that we were being unreasonable asking people to leave their kids at home. Complicating matters even more, I've already told a few of my closest friends because at week five I had a lot of bleeding and I was sure I'd miscarried. I needed some friend support and sent out a text to let those close friends know what had happened. A few days later, the ultrasound showed that the embryo was tenacious and still in there, and I was able to send out a very good news text. So now a handful of people at the wedding will know that I'm pregnant, and I worry that feelings will be hurt if we don't tell people and they find out secondhand at the wedding. I know we could have avoided this whole situation by pausing IVF until after the wedding, but honestly, I was so discouraged by the process that I was not expecting this first round with CNY to work. It was going to be a practice round to work out the kinks of international IVF treatment. This could all be a moot point if I actually do miscarry before the wedding, and then I will be very glad that we planned an adult-only event. I'm knocking on wood for you. That won't happen. Your advice and any listener advice would be greatly appreciated. Keep up the great work, and thank you for everything you do. Anonymous. Well, Anonymous, guess what? You're talking to two people who had an adults-only wedding. We sure did. We deliberately said no kids. We did. And not for the same reasons as you. We said it for different reasons, mostly because we find other people's children annoying. That's not why we said no kids. Let loose. Have fun. That was why we said no kids. Don't worry about these annoying children. And we got married in Las Vegas. It was like, you know what? Sure, but it didn't stop a couple people from being like, well... Well, hang on. There were some people who brought their kids, but they didn't bring them to the wedding. Right. They had babysitters. Exactly. Um, you know, one thing that sticks out to me about your email is that you're very worried about how other people are going to feel, which is very kind and, and empathic of you. But I get it. I think you can be, you can think about yourself here in this situation it's her day it's not there it's your day 
do what feels right to you. And, and you know what? Don't worry about your family who's fe- who the feathers were ruffled. I mean, for like, forget them. They're not going to, it would be, let me say this. It would be the height of pettiness for them to be upset that you announced your pregnancy at your wedding because you had said the wedding was child free. It's not like you brought well, a child. No, no. Here's here's what it would be. It would be like if you had said no pregnant people at my wedding. Right. Totally. And then announced your pregnancy. Yes. That's that, the yes. difference. Right. It's not like you're, you are bringing a child. <laughs> it would be really funny, though, if you, you know, uh, hired a, a child actor maybe like a three to five-year-old <laughs> to pretend to be your child at the wedding. And then we're like, I just want to announce that we've had a kid for a while. Here he is. <laughs> and then people get mad at you for not having. Um, no, you know, the thing, the miscarriage fear, I get that. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. What would you do, honey? Announcing? Regarding would you announce or not announce? Uh, look, they're already congratulating you for getting married. Yeah. You're going to like cut your congratulations in half if you announce at the wedding. Oh, interesting. Interesting point. <laughs> Don't let them get two congratulations into one night. Mm. No. Uh, I mean, it might be fun during a speech or a toast or something. Yeah. To do. Yeah. And to say. Yeah. Um. And I think that, um, I think you should just, yeah, I think you should just feel what's right and then do it. Maybe even make a game time decision. Yeah. Also make sure that they have like sparkling cider for you guys. Apple cider, not like hard cider. Totally. To be drinking. Yeah. Well, I suppose your husband can go do whatever he wants. Yeah. But, you know, if you really want to throw them off the scent appear to be drinking yeah <laughs> um should we take another short break uh yeah i guess this will be the last break and then we're uh we, we spent so much time talking about us i know probably where it's gonna be the worst episode people have ever heard be back in the second planning for your next trip elevate your travel style with quince quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway like european linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. All right, everyone, we're back. Hi. All right. We've talked about us so much. We don't have that much left. We don't in have the a show. ton of time left, but we're going to keep doing it. Um, so, last week we heard from someone who had a tipped uterus. That is true. I remember that. Mm-hmm. And so, we, we heard from another listener a tipped ute. A tip ute. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Hey, Matt Dory and baby Henry. I'm actually calling um, in relation to the uterus signal that just went out on your last podcast um, with the woman who just did her transfer with the tipped uterus. 
I wish I had advice, but I'm actually going through the exact same thing, and I'm really, really interested to hear what some people have to say. Um, I had a child of, like, 13 months ago, and we did our first transfer um, actually in April. And um, I had a tipped uterus before, so I was kind of already familiar with the process of the transfer. Um, but I guess it's, you know, severely tipped at this point, um, even more than originally. So when I went in for my transfer, it took about 30 minutes. Um, I started with a full bladder, and then they had me empty my bladder. Um, just did not feel good about it from the get-go. Um, it just didn't feel like it was I, – I, they put the embryo in, and to be honest, I didn't even feel like they got it where they were supposed to. It just felt like all of a sudden she was like, okay, and they put it in. Um, it was just completely different than the transfer with my son, so I was very – I was just negative from the the jump, and um, it also did not result in a pregnancy. Um, actually ended up going back in to do a mock transfer, Um a couple weeks ago, actually, and then they discovered I have polyps now. So that is something else that I'm dealing with. I have to get a hysteroscopy and then um, go back in for another transfer in September. Um, the one thing he did find is that he's definitely going to do my transfer with an empty bladder, so that's probably um, something that she could try if she decides to do it again. Um he just he was able to do the mock. We were able to see like did a saline so we could actually see that he is in the uterus. So that was really good for me. So I guess they do some sort of measurement so he knows that he's where he's supposed to be. Um, so I'm, I'm hopeful that my next transfer will be uh, much more smooth and hopefully um, quicker than 30 minutes. And I don't have all the contractions and all that kind of good stuff, but I hope the best for her, and I'm really interested to see if anybody else has had success with a severely tipped uterus. Um, anyway, congratulations to you guys. So excited to hear about Henry. Thanks. Bye. The Thank tipped you. ute signal the tipped ute. has been answered by a fellow tipped uter. And I think my uterus someone, is slightly tipped. Uh, I like the idea of this whole mock transfer situation. Yeah. You know? It's interesting. It feels like, um, why not? Why not do that for for, for I mean, a lot of people? Well, the, the endometrial function test that I did was kind of a mock transfer. Mm -hmm. I basically did a mock transfer cycle, but just didn't do the actual transfer. Right. Um, so we heard from a woman who um, wanted to write in about formula feeding okay that she has been doing it and uh, she said she never even attempted to try breastfeeding um and but that she um she was like worried what people were going to think um and but she did her research and now and she was confident about it and so i'm summarizing her yeah summarizing her email um and she just said, I think it's important for people to know that formula feeding is not evil or bad or some sort of defeat or failure. It's a choice and should be respected. Um, and she has not had guilt about formula feeding. Disagree. <laughs> Again, just being contrarian, I'm kidding. Um, so thank you for writing in, Amanda, a proud formula feeding mom. And then we also got... A voicemail about formula feeding that I'm going to play. 
Hey guys, it's Jenna from North Carolina, originally from Kalamazoo, home of Gibson Guitar. That's right. I wanted to say go Tigers to Matt because he has the Detroit Tigers bass under his desk. I do. And I wanted to say to Dory that I also love a good poof. Um, I'm so glad you all are continuing the podcast. I am in the middle of trying to do a frozen embryo transfer to have my second um, science DE baby and am just very, very curious um, about the baby Brisa that you have mentioned a couple of times um, uh, as being really helpful. I have had weight loss surgery and um, breastfeeding my first was very, very challenging. And if we are able to um, have another baby, I assume breastfeeding will also be challenging and I'll be doing a combo feeding. Um, but we read the reviews of the baby Brita as just being really difficult to clean. So we never um, got one. But again, if this works this and like we have another one, um, we would love to make our lives um, even a little bit more simple given that we'll have two. So let me know um, what you think about the cleaning of the um, the baby Brisa, and um, take care. Thanks. Bye. Uh, okay. Let me just say we have a we have a the newest model. It seemed to have gotten rid of a lot of the previous complaints of the of the old model. Mm-hmm. It's very accurate. The cleaning is. A brez. Um, you uh, essentially just pull out the, uh, when it says clean thing, you pull out the tray that is essentially the nozzle, and you just run it under water uh, just to get any of the dried powder out there, because it doesn't want you to cake on powder, you know? Yeah. You have to clean it every four <laughs> bottles. Um, yeah, it won't let you get any more than that. So, I mean, I don't even know if the old one would tell you to clean every four bottles. So, I uh, would say that the, uh, the it's it's our we find ours to be accurate and it, it pours it over it over pours slightly. I find slightly accurate, but um, I I looked this up on the website and that is apparently deliberate. Uh, why so? I don't know, it said something about like spillage. Yeah, water. Uh, I don't know, but it was like. If if your if your machine is under pouring, that's a problem. But if it's over pouring, it's not a problem. Right. I think that makes so it like slightly over pours. Yeah. By like I don't know a quarter of an ounce or something, half an ounce maybe. Um, I like it. I'm into it, and uh, I would I would say that uh, it's 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 think of it as like a baby Keurig without yes. the single pod waste. Right. It's so convenient. Yeah, you dump all the formula powder in the top, and then you go from there. Yeah, and there's a water container in the back. Um, we use distilled, non-fluoridated water. Yep. Um, there is distilled baby nursery water that uh, just uh, has a little sticker. So if it's very late at night and you're out there buying it, it's just gonna you're gonna see the word fluoride advertised on the front and think, okay, this is the non-fluoride one. And then you look at the tiny, tiny print that says with fluoride added. Like, we're excited about that. So I said, uh, 
my bad. And now I'm very careful about which one I pick up. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Um, and you can do, you can set it for two to 10 ounces. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's, it's great. And, oh, and there's on their website, you look up which formula you're using and it tells you which setting to put it on. There's like different settings for different types of formula. Oh, yeah. Handy. Yeah. So you never have to worry about like proportions or mixing or whatever. It's great. I highly recommend it. Um, if you think you're going to be formula feeding and, you know, you, it's, it's, a, it's an extravagant baby gift. Yeah. It is, and we're very uh, lucky. we're very grateful we that, our registry that it was... someone gave it to us. Um, Matt's old showrunner show for uh, After Trek, Jeremy. What? What? Because it, it's I think it's around two hundred dollars. So yeah, it was incredibly it's an investment. And but we well I'll say this: of the two hundred dollars spent, we have used it every day, multiple, multiple times, times a day. day. Yeah. Yeah. So in terms of like per use of what we got on our regist- baby registry, like uh-huh. it's I, it has to be the most used thing we've gotten we got on our baby registry. Yeah, I agree. Other than the baby. <laughs> other than the baby, yeah, it is the most used things. Other than the baby, mm-hmm. I'm not not going to argue with that. Thank you. Um. Okay. We also heard from someone about sleep from ashley that's that's my kind of talk right now i could use some she says just like henry my little science baby has had a similar routine for bed every night since she was eight weeks old around the same time every day i'm militant about it Mm -hmm. she slept through the night 7 p.m to 7 a.m since she was six months old she's now a happy five-year-old and still sleeps 10 to 11 hours a day just you wait this parenting thing is hard but getting to see them develop into little people is one of the most rewarding experiences sending love to you all ashley sissel lee Oh, hey. Yeah. Old Ashley. It's an egghead. Yep. Uh, she lives in a 1,210 square foot ranch house on half an acre in the suburbs of Atlanta. It's probably like exactly like our size house minus the whole half acre situation. With two adults and a five-year-old. Nicely done. Yeah. It is possible. Yep. Um, thank you, Ashley, for telling us that. Um. Okay. Going Ooh, to here we go. There's a lot of a lot of popping, dodging, and weaving. Dory's doing that. I'm trying to get other things done at the same time. <laughs> um, this is from Jenny. She says, Hey y'all, I was listening to this week's update on Henry and couldn't help but wonder mm-hmm. does he have a nickname? I asked because way back in season one, I left a voicemail asking for your thoughts on giving a kid a formal name versus naming it the nickname you want to use. Mm -hmm. The example I used was naming a baby Henry with the intention of calling him Hank or just putting Hank on the birth certificate. Yeah. You may remember this was a spirited debate on the pod. My update is. (laughs) Honest to God. I remember the conversation. I have no idea where we landed on it. I think you wanted for the formal name. Yeah. Because I'm Matt anyway yeah so yeah um my update is after several years of ivf our own baby hank is now nine months old we put henry on the birth certificate okay so what about your henry do you have any nicknames for him yet much Uh, love from atlanta um i one nickname that seems to stick jenny is uh cranky pants and cranky butt Mm, yes cranky butt um 
I sometimes say to Dory, have you put Cranky Butt in his box? <laughs> I call the crib the box. Uh, cranky Butt in the Cranky Box. <laughs> it means that Henry has been, uh, Henry's been put, has, is sleeping in his crib. It's yep. Cranky Butt in the Cranky Box. <laughs> That's not so much a nickname as more just like, like a... Or sometimes the Crank Box is also what it's called. Our, our little made-up language. Yeah. Uh, but nickname wise, I, I, I mean, usually I go full, full uh, Henry. Yeah, same. Um, oh, and Jenny, who is also from Atlanta, like our previous emailer, lives in 1,200 square feet in the city with two adults, one baby, and one 90 pound dog. Oh. Mm-hmm. That's like us. I like it. Yeah. Um, okay. I'm going to read one last email from Melissa. She says, so I love posting on social media. I even have an Instagram for our dog and made a private one for our daughter. We've been very strict with our families and friends in letting them know we aren't posting her picture to Facebook, etc. And it's worked out well so far. My question for similarly minded eggheads is how, as she gets older, do we keep other people from posting her photo online? seems like a lot of policing in my future. I think you just, you wouldn't, I mean, just worry about tagging more than anything. Otherwise, it's just like, anonymous person, who cares? Oh, I'm, Dory's. Well, no, I was just thinking, how many people do you think are going to be posting her photo online? I think it's not the issue of numbers, I think. I think it's the issue of like. Like having to be constantly vigilant. I see. And uh, the fact that like, you know. Friend, friend of a friend, right? Yeah. You're at a I, you know, I Christmas well, party. I shouldn't say this because we both had experiences with our parents about posting to social media, but yes. I feel like people in our generation are pretty good about asking when they post photos of other people. No, no, people in Los Angeles. I think that is a a very really? uniquely here thing. Yeah. Oh, interesting. I do think that. Okay. I mean, I mean, our listeners. Yeah, I'd be could curious to hear otherwise. Is that like what our listeners? Because people do it out here. They ask, "Okay, to post this." Yeah. Um. Yeah, just don't tag me, or whatever you, whatever the person will. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it happens. It's a conversation that happens a lot out here. So. Especially around kids, I feel like. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, oh, she has a PS. And she says, there's a treasure trove of children's music written by musicians we'd actually want to listen to as parents. Johnny Cash, Bare Naked Ladies, Ziggy Marley. My favorite find is Casper Baby Pants, the former frontman from the Presidents of the U.S. of A. Have a listen. His stuff is pretty clever. Okay. I will have a listen. Thank you for that. And I have one last voicemail to play. Hi, this is Becca. I am calling from Colorado. And I just had to pause the podcast because uh, Matt was talking about foods that don't exist on the West Coast or Western half of the states that do on the East Coast. And he paused for dramatic effect, and I was yelling into my phone, New England-style hot dog buns, New England-style hot dog buns, and then that's what he said. So I was just so grateful to hear that I'm not the only person that understands that there really is a significant difference between New England-style hot dog buns and are boring, bland hot dog buns out here. Um, but I also had been meaning to call in about, um, someone had emailed or called about um, infertility testing of the future and whether it'll just be integrated into parts of our 
regular wellness checkups our whole lives. And I just wanted to add, I think uh, an easier first step would even be just to include it in the family history. Um, I have stage four endometriosis and had a really hard time uh, getting pregnant. And I found out that I had an aunt on each side of my family who had endometriosis, uh, one of them so badly that they ended up with a hysterectomy. And I never would have known that um, had I not had the diagnosis and asked about it. But if it had been on a form, you know, do you have any family history of PCOS or endometriosis or any of these other infertility issues? Then I would have, you know, gone and asked my parents if they did or if anyone in their families did, and I might have found out earlier. So that's something that doesn't cost money or, you know, time with insurance companies. Just ask the question, and then that could really help people. Um, I also just quickly wanted to note that pregnant in Disneyland, folks have been mentioning the Haunted Mansion. I, I could ride the Haunted Mansion all day, pregnant or not, but the bar that comes down and slams into your lap to get you all strapped in automatically on the Haunted Mansion is terrifying, and I would be really scared if I was pregnant and that thing came slamming down to me. It scares me every single time. It doesn't. Um, it won't so. hit you. Anyway, thank you for the podcast. I would not have My Little Science Baby if it weren't for the community that you created and the resources they've all shared, so I, I can't say how grateful I am for you. Have a great day. Bye. Thank you. I like it. I thought that was a nice note to end on. It's a beautiful note to end on. Yeah. Do we have to end? Probably. Hmm. I have to eat dinner. Yeah, that's true. Henry has eaten enough dinner for both of us. That's true. All six ounces. <laughs> he sucked it down. Um, he goes uh, so fast sometimes. He did not go fast. That it's like, whoa. He did not go fast on that bottle. Especially the the half that I gave him before his bath. Uh, yeah. So you need like with him, he sometimes he like takes it down. He's, he's sucking so hard that he's like closing the valve. Yeah. <laughs> and is getting really annoyed at like, why is it not coming out? <laughs> uh, um, all right. Well, sorry, we didn't get to a lot of, uh, more emails, but yeah, we'll get to them we next week. Um, and you know, if you want to send us an email, you can email us at Dory, Matt at Gmail or Matt and Dory Gmail. And you can call us at four one three four six one baby. And a reminder that you can support us on Patreon. Yes, you can. And get up to two bonus episodes per month at patreon.com slash excellentadventure. And if you support us at the $5 level or above, you will get your name read on the podcast each month and the back catalog of all of the Patreon episodes. A lot of episodes out there for you to handle. So to the eggheads from Patreon, we say a special thank you to them. Uh, So thank you to... Megan Drury. Melanie Braunbeck. Michelle Chudzinski. Nancy Olson. Naomi Nixon. Nicole Mustafa. Olga Zildstra. Rebecca Dowson. Rebecca Tran. Rob Bine. Robin Beeks. What did I do? Robin Reeks. (laughs) Samantha. Uh, Sarah Lauer. Sasha B. Uh, Satish Pillalamari. Shanna Mandel. Sir Reginald Pennybottom. The Buyer's Ease. Tiffany Stevens. Valerie Anderson. Wendy Fick. Thank, Thank you. you. You guys all. are great. Appreciate you. Tune in next week to find out what happens in the life of three people who stop being polite and start getting real. And a dog. Real what? world. Real world. Los Angeles. Los Angeles. Real Married World, Los Real Married World, Los Angeles. <laughs> anyway, uh, see you guys. Bye. Bye. Go, 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 go